In today's Gospel, one of the mistakes that the Pharisee makes is that he compares himself with others. And I think that's a danger for all of us because in today's culture, especially in social media, entertainment generally, we have on full display many, many sins. And they can be very flagrant. They're the topic of entertainment. It's in the news, whether it's adultery or theft or whatever. And we see this day after day, and we can be tempted to say, well, I'm not like those people. And in comparison with them, I'm actually doing well. And then we fall into that trap because we've lowered the standard to a bar that was not meant for us to even consider. Well, the second mistake that the Pharisee makes is that he compares himself with the law because the law required fasting only once a year on the Day of Atonement, and he was boasting that he fasted twice a week. So in his eyes, he's very righteous. We see that because he uses the personal pronoun I four times. I thank you that I'm not like other people. I fast twice a week. I give a tenth. Rather than examine his own conscience, he's looking at the sins of others. And that is his downfall. He comes to God, not in a position with empty hands and humble heart, but full of himself. And he leaves the same way. Whereas the tax collector knows he's a sinner, he comes with empty hands and humble heart, and God fills him with mercy. And he is in a deeper relationship now with God. That's the purpose of prayer. The purpose of prayer is a relationship of intimacy, and that is what the Pharisee lacked. So the tax collector is like Isaiah in Isaiah chapter 6, where Isaiah is caught up into heaven, the throne room. There's this great array of angels. God is there, and he all of a sudden knows that he's a sinner. And he says, Woe to me, I am undone, for I am a man of unclean lips. And God chooses him. Much like St. Peter, when Peter encounters Christ for the first time, says, Go away from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. God chooses Peter to be the head of the church. So we're here today because we know where the standard is. And the standard is Christ and the teachings of the church. So what does God want from us? We look back to the first reading from the prophet Hosea. And the last sentence of that first reading is very instructive. This is God speaking through the prophet. I desire steadfast love and not sacrifice, knowledge of God rather than burnt offerings. Steadfast love, knowledge of God. In Jesus' high priestly prayer, this is just before he dies, he's in the upper room at the Last Supper, he prays to his Father, and he says, this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. So there's the knowledge of God. And it's not just the book knowledge or catechism knowledge, but intimate 
relationship knowledge. That's what God desires. That's the standard that we are called to aspire to. And the best way to do that is come to a retreat like this and to the Eucharist and to say the prayer of that centurion, Lord, I am not worthy that you should come under my roof, but only say the word and I shall be healed. And that's what we're going to say at this Mass. And let us continue then to imitate this tax collector, not in his sins, but in his humility, and come with empty hands, and we leave full of grace and joy, ready to proclaim the good news to a culture that is desperately in need of a relationship with the God of the universe.